From the nearest comic book to the farthest cinematic universe, journey into the past, present, and future of your fandom. This is Meanwhile. This 22. is Meanwhile. This is Meanwhile. Twenty-two pages later, with your hosts, the Cap, MFG, and Ralph the Tech. Please stand by. I swear, in another timeline, I'm either rich with a lot of property or six foot five with bulging biceps. But in any of those timelines, there's one thing for sure. I'm probably still bald. But, you know, that's okay. <laughs> so, hey, um, welcome. Bald is what? sexy. It's okay. Bald is sexy. Absolutely. So, Why welcome. do only bald people say that? <laughs> it, everyone says it. It's in the dictionary. Look up sexy and you'll see it says bald. I don't think it was always that way, but that's another story. So welcome to, excuse me, a timeline, a main timeline edition of Meanwhile, 22 pages later, episode 198. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap, and with me as always is the man who in every timeline manages to have a snarky line for you, even if you don't deserve it. He is Mike, or as we like to call him, MFG. Why, hello there. I don't have anything snarky to say, so that just proved you wrong. Um, <laughs> but I do have a horribly described movie for you. But this one's go. super, super easy. I mean, really, Aww. it's the easiest it's going to get. It's okay. so easy, even the cap can get it. That's how easy. <laughs> I, watch, I watch you mess it up. Go ahead. Nah. All right, here we go. Plain-looking girl becomes prom queen and kills the party atmosphere. Oh, okay. okay. This is. But you will find out after the quick news what that answer is, even though you should already know. Right. I mean, even though I thought I was going to mess it up, we'll see. We'll see. You never know. Because like like MFG has said before, sometimes the, you can give another answer and it could be something else that fits. But Very we'll true. get to it in a second. Very and true. our other illustrious host is the man who in every timeline has managed to be so chill, the Dalai Lama would want to throw him in a headlock. RT squared, Ralph the Tech. He's stronger than he looks. Right? He's bald too. He also carries a knife. More than one. Yeah. So the other day, as I was racing down the Audubon, doing at least 200 miles per hour. That's Ooh. right. I was in Europe. Get over it. Uh, a thought occurred to me. If the girl from the ring made a TikTok, she'd kill way more people. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny and so, so true. Yeah. Didn't even think about that. Well, I actually wow. just watched uh, a movie of the the Spirit of the Ring versus uh, Juan. I just watched that the other day. I forget the, the actual name of it. Um, but it it was entertaining. He d- he doesn't know who Juan is. Oh, well, never mind. Hmm, okay, well, I, I we'll, we'll talk about oh, that. Uh, it would be, it'd be, it'd be the grudge versus the ring. I figured you okay. you were saying it was the grudge, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. they're both two similar kind of... Um, I don't know if you call them protagonists, but villains or whatever you want to call them. Main villains. Murderous but spirits. People, pe- <laughs> people I don't want to watch on screen. There we go. That, that's, that's, that's in the same category. Mike, um, correction. Vengeful murderous spirits. Very true. Wow, you and your semantics. Calm down. All so right. It's important. Their that murder is, is justified. Yeah. Okay. Right. All right. Maybe the, maybe the first 10 or 20, but come on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, gentlemen and everybody else listening. Summer has given us some real gems in regards to shows as we try to make it through this pandemic. And Marvel has given us so far two series to ingest. But now they give us a third one. And is it... (laughs) Let me finish, Mike. (laughs) I'm like, two. WandaVision and... 
Um, yeah, so now we're on our third, yeah. and we're going to talk about it today to save it's worth a watch as we talk about Disney Plus's series, Loki. But first, what does a god of mischief and our boy MFG have in common? They both don't like to shut up. Got it. They both think they're smarter than you are. Got it. And they both love to be right. Got it. And when it comes to, to any geek news, Mike is usually on point. So let's shut up and make way for Mike and his quick news. And now, the quick news with Mike the Finance Guy and Ralph and Kai. Well, actually, two out of those three things are always proven correct. We are smarter than everybody and we're always right. Oh, Lord. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. It's time for that new movie, Black Widow v. Mickey Mouse, Lawsuit of Justice. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson is suing the Walt Disney Company for breaking the promises of her 2017 contract when her movie Black Widow was simultaneously released theatrically and on the streaming service Disney+. Plus. Johansson's compensation was largely based on box office receipts from theatrical release, which she says meant a release exclusive to movie theaters. Ever the spinner of stories and images, Disney shot back saying, quote, the lawsuit is especially sad and distressing in its callous disregard for the horrific and prolonged global effects of the, uh, the COVID-19 pandemic, end quote. Disney then made sure to refer to the $20 million uh, that Johansson re received to date for her payment. However, a contract is a contract and shaming someone for earning millions sounds hollow coming from a multi-billion dollar company. <laughs> Disney also did not stress that it raked in 60 million from its streaming platform that it does not have to share with Johansson or theater owners. Um, this is a case of stone and glass house, sounds like. Yeah, I mean, well, they're just being ridiculous. I mean, they, they, they're they going to lose this suit. There's just no way because they, they're also trying to um, bring up a clause uh, known as the impossibility clause. Uh, it's actually got a little bit different name than that, but the basic idea is that if it's impossible to release something to the theaters, then they have the right to change contract or, or to redefine the contract. But the whole point is, and they, and they actually brought that up in court, but it's like, but you didn't not release it in theater. You did both, which means it was completely possible <laughs> to right. release it in the theaters, you know? Right. So yeah, they, they don't have a leg to stand on. They're going to lose and they're going to lose badly at this rate. Well, I mean, it, imagine if this would have happened maybe in between Endgame and, and Infinity War. Imagine if a, a Black Widow um, solo film was in between those movies. You'd have this lawsuit. Would she have done Endgame? That would have been interesting. I mean, that's in another timeline, another universe. I mean, she probably still would have. I mean, she was probably, you know, kind of, she's not contractual cool that yeah. way, you know, but, but let's put it this way. If it was in between that, like, are they able to release Endgame? <laughs> because cause I'm sure RDJ would have been like, you're fucking paying me my money. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, there's Word. just no way around that. And also, what movie is, uh, I think, oh, Shang-Chi. They were talking about like, oh, it might have to be both again. And now they're saying, oh, no, it's definitely going to be theaters. It's like, oh, yeah, you don't want another lawsuit. You don't, right. want, you don't want a woman and a minority <laughs> filing right. a lawsuit for the exact same reason, because that is not going to look pretty. <laughs> He'll bring yeah. down those 10 rings on the, on the mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Something to take the mouse down? A woman. Yeah. Nice. There you go. And not many. All right. <laughs> Interesting to see how that how, how that will develop. What else yeah, you got there, Mike? All right. What's well, time for a game show we're all familiar with from the comic book powerhouses? This is Desperation. <laughs> Contestant one selected DC money grab for one thousand, which happens to be today's daily double. 
DC is launching a new medieval universe that mixes superheroes with Game of Thrones. Uh, Dark Knights of Steel is the brainchild of Tom Taylor and Yasmin Putri. The story will see the famed trinity of Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman with a medieval twist. And for the second part of the Money Grab Daily Double, Harley Quinn will play a pivotal role in the series. Why? I don't know. Uh, according to Taylor, the alternate universe 12-issue series is, quote, a tale of war and love, of despair and hope, of betrayal and improbable alliances forged in battle, end quote. Dark Knights of Steel does not have a release date, but expectations are for November or December of this year. Uh, you know what's interesting? Do you think if we were hearing about this last year in the in the state of the world was in the pandemic last year, would we have been a little bit more accepting of this idea? No, shitty idea, shitty idea. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> boredom's boredom. And there, there wasn't a lot coming out of DC at this time last year. Oh, there's oh. lots to read, though. That's not DC. That's true. No, that's true. That's true. Wait, what about you, Ralph, Mr. I, I forgive everybody. Would you have been, you know, okay with this last year if we were, you know, with the, where our reading options were limited? Hmm. I oh, do like superheroes. I do like knights. Um, I do like stories. Oh my God, you sound like the kid with the shiny toy. So I do like. And again, it may be a nice tale, but I'm just, I, I guess what gets me with DC, it's just like, guys, I, I know that you've, got, you've had some great alternate universe tales and it's always your trinity, but it's always your trinity. Yeah. Don't you have any other alternate tales to tell? Like, like, it doesn't matter how many times you keep retelling or change a Batman, Superman, or Wonder Woman origin, it's still the same people, no matter how much you do to that origin. You know? Right. Agreed, agreed, but... Did they say if there's going to be some sort of, like, advanced technology kind of a thing? Because if Superman has the same origin, a spaceship crashing, you know, in medieval times is kind of like a standout big sore thumb, you know? Um, it doesn't have a lot of information yet. They did say, though, that they are promising a a different origin story for Superman and Batman. So it wouldn't surprise me, for instance, like, uh, again, thinking of medieval times... Uh, I could, in my mind, I could imagine like maybe they're going to be sorcerers that maybe had to get their child somewhere else. Maybe they'll even be from a, maybe it could be from a fairy dimension or something. You know what I mean? I could just see them trying something that way. Maybe like a, a Merlin kind of thing where these two sorcerers had to like protect their child and send them there or something like that. Right. Well, we will wait and see. Yeah. We will probably read it and maybe we'll do a review on it. Maybe the first couple of issues and that'll be like, you know, our way of being like, I told you so, it sucked. <laughs> or hopefully, I would I would love to be wrong. I, I would love for you to be wrong as well, and, and, and us as well. well. All right, what else we got there? Oh, sorry, Robbie. We we do have to remember that if you are ever wrong, that is like one of the signs of the apocalypse, and we have to be very very worried. Don't encourage him, Rob. Oh no, no, we'll just prune that and get the uh, sacred timeline back back on. Oh, okay, that's, <laughs> that actually makes me feel so much better. It all should. right, all right, Mike. What else you got? Last but not least. Na 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 Robin's by. Oh, here we uh, go. In the monthly anthology series, Batman Urban Legends, part three of the current story, some of our parts, readers have learned that Robin, aka Tim Drake, is bisexual. For any reader of the Teen Titans from the double aughts, this will come as no surprise after witnessing the questionable relationship between Tim Drake and Connor Kent, aka Superboy. But with this week's announcement, Robin becomes the most recognizable LGBTQ plus character to audiences worldwide. Hey. I mean, I, I'm kind of uh, not on the fence. I, there's both things. Mike always says, you know, hey, look, if you want somebody to represent, you know, um, 
you know, if you want to start representing other people of different communities, you might want to create your own character instead of taking a character and, and shoehorning it in. But I'm actually not, I'm, I'm not, not, you know, I'm actually kind of happy that, you know, that they well, tried then, it. Well, see, to great. me, I, I say that when it comes down to things of, you're just recreating like, like I mean, like, well, Robins are always changing over, but like, you know, when you're just changing over character, this one is just saying, here's something about the character you just didn't know. And I'm yeah, fine but, with that, yeah, you know? yeah but, but you know what? I mean, but, but I also remember there was a time when they did it with Bobby Drake and a lot of people had problems with that. Well, people have a lot of problems. People had problems with Loki coming out as bisexual, even though he didn't do anything with it. He right. just made a statement and everyone lost their crap. It's it's not going to stop people from losing their crap. But I mean, DC, for hopefully all the right reasons, um, you know, it's it's time for them. They didn't just say like, hey, we could just make some ancillary character that we can just say they're gay or bisexual and they'll be in two issues and we'll never see them again. North Star. And then shush them to the and, background. Yeah. <laughs> like North Star. And, um, you know, um, or they could say like, hey, like I said, this is now the most he's one of the most recognizable comic book characters in the world so it's like yeah <laughs> that's, hey, that's a, that's i'm with it it's kind of good statement. to hear yeah kind of good to hear what you say there mr uh bearded tech one? i would say honestly like who the fuck cares as long as you give me a good story yeah. if he wants to fuck dudes <laughs> if he wants to fuck chicks let him do whatever he wants man yeah, that, if he wants to do them vulgar. if he so wants to vulgar. do them both at the same time by all means have your orgy you know he just make sure you stop like the Joker. He just <laughs> sounds like he wants a lot of drawings that occur right now. <laughs> like, just, just give us a good story. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's the that's the problem. It's like that's what I'm curious about. I'm like, okay, how many of his adventures are suddenly going to be in the LGBTQ you know, Q plus um, community? And again, nothing wrong with that. But like, you know, it's there's a difference between making the announcement and making it a point, which at the same time also still does need to be done. So there is going to have to be some balancing they're going to have to do. Yeah, you can't right. ignore the fact. But then making it all about that character then just comes out to then why wasn't this a thing before? Because Tim Drake didn't seem like the shy kind of person that would be like, oh, this is something I'm just going to keep secret. It sounds just like something that he'd be like, it's just what it is, what it is. I, I don't right. see how his sexuality would affect um, him like fighting crime anyway, you know, unless right. he's going to be like, uh, he's not going to hit somebody too hard in the face because he finds them attractive or some shit, you know? That would just be ridiculous. It's like, oh, wait. <laughs> that would be so horrible. <laughs> He's like, he's, he's fighting some henchman and then he removes the henchman's mask and it's like some Fabio looking kind of guy. And then Tim Drake just stands there for a second. It's like, oh, oh, wow. And then keeps on punching him or some shit, you know, like maybe he just has a right. but it doesn't really fucking matter. Right. No, I agree. Well, that, that, and it's funny. I was wondering if Mike was going to get that. So Mike, is that all your quick news? That is all my quick news. All right. So let's get to that um, poorly described movie all right i'm going to say it one more time and everyone out there better get this because yes. like i said even the caps got a good chance in this one yeah all right. uh, uh the horribly described movie is plain looking girl becomes prom queen and kills the party atmosphere that is one two three carrie what do you say there mr tech it's carrie uh, you're both absolutely correct. <laughs> I was scared. I was like, it's just so easy. It could go wrong. Mike, why? You think I was joking? I was seriously like, like what if it's something else? What if it's your question? Now, <laughs> it's Larry, the cable guy. Oh, my gosh. Now, he could have said, uh, which carry? Because they did do a I, I actually thought about well, that in my head. It, all, it happens in all the carries. But now, is the remake of Carrie, before we go to what we're going to talk about today, is the remake of Carrie? exactly the same as yeah, more the less. original more or less no i mean they, they have parts that again see i've never read the book so i don't know if it's in the book but like like it opens with her pulling down like an asteroid storm 
And I'm like, for someone that was having trouble flipping over an ashtray, pulling down an asteroid storm is pretty intense. <laughs> you know? Pretty heavy handed. Yeah. All that's, right. Uh, she has the shining. Yeah. Well, good. All right. So that's Mike's quick news. That's Mike's um, poorly described movie. Ralph, any quick news? Um, yes. Ooh. Go for it. But I forgot it. So Damn. great. All right. So I guess it was it, really quick. It's quickly forgotten news. <laughs> ah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Now I've got no quick news. So let's go right to it, gentlemen. Let's um let's talk about what we're here to talk about, which people were like, oh my goodness. Cap, you almost got it wrong. It's the third series. I was getting there. <laughs> so let's talk about this third series from Disney Plus called Loki. Um, and with a synopsis, is the guy who gives pretty decent um, riddles. And I'm wondering about the next show, but well, whatever. MFG, Mike the Finance Guy. Oh, MFG. I keep calling you Mike the Finance Guy. MFG, <laughs> motherfucking genius. Let's go. And that is absolutely correct. And, in see, all, I didn't in curse. all realms. I didn't curse except for that time because it was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> and because it's it's just needed. Yeah. That's all right. Uh, Loki is the third Disney Plus streaming series in the Marvel Cinematic Universe produced by Marvel Studios as part of its phase four schedule. Uh, the series centers around the character Loki following the events of Endgame in which he creates a new timeline after regaining the Tesseract. Loki was created by Stan Lee, Larry Lieber, and Jack Kirby in nobody's going to guess what book this was in. Uh, uh, he was created in Venus number six back in August of 1949. Oh, so wow. everyone can go, who? Anyhow, the Loki streaming series was created by Michael Waldron. Loki has a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 92% with an audience score of 85% and a Metacritic score of 74 out of 100 with an audience of 68 out of 100. They're just such strict freaking raters. <laughs> I would love to be in their room one day and find out how they rate this. <laughs> um, all right, synopsis here. After a dazzling escape from the normal 616 timeline, the God of Mischief becomes a prisoner of the Time Variance Authority. The highly bureaucratic institute uh, institution prunes away any unacceptable branches to the sacred timeline. And by pruning, they mean disintegrating the aberration with a glow-in-the-dark dildo. Uh, ever, the <laughs> schemer, ever the schemer, Loki mm. escapes and begins plans to take over the TVA by removing the humanoid lizards supposedly in charge of the operation. Now, who would have thought QAnon was right? Uh, Loki runs into a murderous female variant of himself, and they join forces against the overseers while entering into an oh-so-creepy love affair. But all is not lost in self-love and war as the matching misfits of mischief finally pull back the curtain to find a black man is running all of existence. <laughs> this show is not on the KKK watch list. Oh, man. For those that were wondering. All right. right it's starring Tom Hiddleston as Loki, Owen Wilson as Mobius M. Mobius, uh, Sophia DiMartino as Sylvie, Guku Mbatha-Raw as uh, Ravona Renslayer. Uh, Wundmi Masaku as Hunter B-15, Sasha Lane as Hunter C-20, Jack Veal as Kid Loki, uh, Diobia Aparai as uh, Boastful Loki, Richard E. Grant as Classic Loki, uh, Tara Strong as the voice of Miss Minutes, and Jonathan Majors as He Who Remains. Oh, can't wait to get to that. All right, so you let's talk a, about it. A few more, uh, Cass, you forgot uh, Tom Hiddleston as Loki, uh, mm -hmm. Tom Hiddleston as Loki, yeah, but I didn't uh, forget Tom Hiddleston as Loki, though, so... And you forgot Tom Hiddleston as Loki, though. All yeah, right, but, all right. Yeah, but I, not the one I was thinking about. I didn't forget. Okay, my bad. Ah, there we go. Yeah. Let's keep the timeline in check, <laughs> gentlemen. Let's talk about it. Loki. But before we go off on another tangent about the, the, the God knows how many Lokis, let's press that spoiler button that we paid so much money for, and let's get to Warning. It. The following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. 
So if you believe this might upset you, piss off, you wanker. I wonder if in another timeline, um, Mr. Stitch Productions is actually Australian. That'd be interesting. But that spoiler warning was brought to you by Steve Francis of said Stush Productions. Stush, the one who remains. Crikey, it is Stush Productions. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I wish he heard that, but he won't. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about it. Let's talk about this series, Loki, that I remember when people talked about the idea of Tom Hiddleston staying in the MCU and having his own series. People were very excited, and rightfully so. Tom Hiddleston's um, portrayal of Loki, between the way he the way he's portrayed it and the way he's written, one of the best Marvel villains in the MCU. Before we get into talking about the series um, in detail, let me ask you this. Without giving it away, Ralph. What are you looking at me for? I never spoil anything. Except when you spoil everything. He spoils milk. I don't by mean to talk about the in, end. He spoils milk walking into a supermarket. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's just a gift. All right. <laughs> Um, let me ask you this. Um, you don't know. No, I'm going to save that question. I'll save that question for, for, for the end. I, I'm like, if I ask that question now, Rob's going to ruin it. All right. So, <laughs> so let me ask you this. Um, when we talk about Loki, it's very tied into the MCU universe. Is it something that somebody new to the MCU could watch and be entertained by it? Or is it something that they definitely can't watch just frivolously. They have to be, you know, familiar with the universe. Um, I would say all you really need to know is the concept of uh, heroes and villains. And you could watch this no problem. You don't even have to know a backstory of who Loki is just just to watch a fun story. You know, it's, it's one of those that it's, it's very enjoyable and no knowledge required. Just sit back and enjoy. Okay, so you feel like it can't it can't stand on its own. What do you think, Mike? That having prior knowledge makes it better. All right, but no knowledge required. Okay. Yeah, no, you don't need any knowledge uh, prior to watching. I mean, just Marvel has done wonders with uh, all of their their series so far for the for the Phase Four series. Is that you can come and watch them. I mean, and just like Ralph just put it, it's it's going to help and aid and add to your information if you already know everything about the movies and whatnot. But no, you can watch this and, and they tell you everything you need to know. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I guess for yeah, me- The only thing that you lose, in my opinion, is that you don't... Loki here is very different than Loki in all the other movies. Right. So in that sense, people might be like, I thought he was a villain. And you'd be like, because in this, you could never prove or even tell that he was ever a villain, mm-hmm. except for the right. fact that people just say you were a villain. You know, and that that I have a problem with, but we'll get to that later on. Um, okay, but yeah, so but no, you don't need any prior knowledge, All right? Um, and it's interesting because I felt like people could watch it and they'd be okay. The only thing is, is like Mike said, the only thing is you couldn't tell if you know without prior knowledge is if Loki's a hero or you know a villain or not. I also felt like I think without prior knowledge, um, just the importance of all of the things that are going on, and you know, it's important because we know it's time travel spoilers you know um but just the fact that like they they refer to the um to the stones and they refer you know and the way they kind of threw away the stones we'll get to that in a second but just the fact that if you don't watch the last two avengers and then you see that yeah 
Well, they well they did they did poor justice to Mick Jagger. <laughs> those aren't the stones we're talking about. No, nah, not those stones. Oh, okay. <laughs> the ones the ones without drugs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, just saying. All right, so let me ask you guys, what what in this show stand stood out that you enjoyed? What were some things about the show that you were like, okay, this is very good for this and this reason? I would say uh, the casting was very well done. Uh, Owen Wilson as Mo- uh, Mobius, it's really good. I, I enjoyed that. And also, um, what was the name of, of the actor who plays um, He Who Remains? Uh, Jonathan Majors. Yeah, John- he's, he's great as, as a quote-unquote Kang the Conqueror. He's really good. Um, I, I, I'll get to the Jonathan Majors thing later on. Um, I definitely, I, I did like Owen Wilson's character for the most part. It's, I, something about the characters just felt a little flat, even though they like, you know, they, they try to give them dimension as much as you can with having only six episodes. Um, there was just something that didn't feel, I guess, as, um, Marvel adventurous about this, this, uh, series as the other series feel. Or okay. however should they felt. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, it's hard for me to put my finger on it. But I mean, I, like I said, I, I definitely enjoyed Tom Hiddleston, even though I didn't particularly like how they wrote Loki here. I still enjoyed him as Loki or as 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 a performer. Um, I thought he did a fun job. Um, and I think I would say I kind of. I definitely enjoyed. Like I was surprised with the uh, the, the the look of the uh, the TVA. I did enjoy. Like it definitely felt substantial like i like the cgi that they did for that um but uh i don't know i don't have a I, as much as i did enjoy and you'll here's my ratings i did enjoy the series i don't have a lot of standout things that i can just say i okay. loved that i just i enjoyed it but it didn't have any moments like all the other series had for me that where i'm just like that's where i loved it i can tell because when i when i throw out that question right now i i saw on your face because we're on a video call i saw your face have kind of like like almost like you were struggling to figure yeah. that out. So, because like you said, you had no standout moments for you. Yeah. All right. Now let's talk about, I mean, I mean and, and I'm going to bring this back to you, Mike, because Ralph mentioned that he liked Owen Wilson in this Mobius role. Now, Owen Wilson is somebody, to, is an actor that's known to rub a lot of people the wrong way because of his Owen Wilson-ness. Like he, <laughs> he it, it's just the same role, just him, do, his voice, and that's it. Oh, he decided to Ryan, uh, the Ryan Reynolds it? Right, but do we but do we feel this way about Mobius, or is it just a good fit? Um, I think it's more of it's a it, it fits well uh, because he is just Owen Wilson. He, like you would just be like, if if we walked on to the, if that was really a place, and we walked on, then we'd be like, oh, this is Owen Wilson, <laughs> you know. Um, I, it just kind of happened to fit. Like I said, it's especially for someone that has that name. He's not. He doesn't fit his name, and it's not about like whether it's liked in the comics. It's just if you have a name like my name is Mobius M. Mobius, which automatically is telling you I know that that M stands for Mobius. Like just, <laughs> first, you just know it does. <laughs> you know, I don't know for a fact, but you know it does. And you come out sounding like some Texas Southerner-ish kind of a person that's just kind of like a a paper pusher. It's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> like 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 you know, you're just kind of like. Oh, you're not even gonna wear a spandex colored? No, nothing. Just a suit and tie, huh? Okay. <laughs> you know, a, a leather trench coat and sunglasses. 
No, actually, more like, um, well, you know, there's the Mobius, the guy that sits in the Mobius chair in uh, the DC world. Like, right. you know, like, I'm like, yeah, I expect to see some throne, some guy that's going to be coming out with the knowledge of the world. Like, you know, it's just it's just something about that name that's just like, you don't expect it. To even, I don't even care if he just looked normal in his attire, but like he had like half red and half, I don't even know, purple hair. I don't know. Just something that made him stand out with a name it's, like that. I, I, I get what Mike's saying. It's like when you meet somebody and, and, and they're, let's say they're like four foot Four, four foot, 11, five foot, and you shake his hand. You go, hey, good to meet you. What's your name? Maximus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of expected more. <laughs> no, very, very true. Very good. Very, very good example. Exactly. Hey, once in a while, I, once in a while, I get it right. That's but just I, the way it felt. Yeah. I hear you, though. But I did like Owen Wilson's character. I just, but again, nothing stood out for me for it, but I did like the character. I, I feel like what, what, what I liked about Owen Wilson's character was that it was a subdued version of Owen Wilson. Yes. It wasn't Owen Wilson going all the way out. It was him more subdued, more subtle, um, and still have his Owen Wilson-isms, but you know, it, it wasn't overpowering. It's like when you put too much pepper in food, right. you know, just a little bit, a little sprinkle, okay, that'll work. Right. And I felt like it worked really well, like Mike said, you know, even if it was Owen Wilson, it worked well for the role. Yeah. Did you say that, Ralphie? Have you guys seen the WoW Supercut? No. So it's it's just someone took all the times from different movies that Owen Wilson goes, wow, 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 and just <laughs> supercut it together. Sounds like a nightmare. It is hilarious. Sounds like three hours long. <laughs> it's hilarious. With an intermission. <laughs> but it's like the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Like you could play that to torture somebody. Yeah, us, the audience. Yeah. Right. <laughs> We've all seen these films. <laughs> so, I mean, we, we meet a bunch of these characters, you know, coming into the first couple of episodes. So we meet, you know, we, we get introduced to the TVA. Um, actually, let me let me ask that question now. How did you guys feel about, because um, Mike kind of hinted at it um, in what he was talking about. How did you feel about the way the TVA was represented on in the series? Like, I mean, because you, you, you think about this whole universe. Think about marvel and mcu and everything is you know worldly and godly and 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 superheroes and flight and and stones and then the people that are in charge of this timeline it's an office with with files right how do we feel about this i honestly like when when i hear time variance authority i'm thinking some sort of like futuristic where like hover chairs and holograms everywhere you know with like really advanced technology, not a 70s, you know, corporate office uh, type of vibe, you know? Right. All, all that I was missing was the lava lamp. <laughs> um, I I mean, again, you, you get the juxtaposition, that's the humor in it. Um, it's kind of like, if you really think about it, though, if you think about um, watching uh, the Umbrella Academy, mm-hmm. and it's the same deal with the people that are controlling you, it's literally the exact same place. <laughs> you know, um, I didn't mind the look. Like I said, they're going for the humor. That, you know, like the, like, like you said, it's unexpected. These people, but what I didn't like is the fact that, like Loki puts, he goes like, "This is the true power, you know, of the universe." Because I mean, they're rewriting this stuff, and it's like, yeah, you guys got like really all this power, and yet you can't beat a low-level street fighter who's murdering you in mass amounts. I'm like, you, the only thing you have is a up close weapon mm-hmm. like you don't have like a disintegrating gun yep. <laughs> like 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 right. i'm like because you're just watching especially sylvie it's like she's just street level fighting i mean sure she can 
possess people and stuff like that. Take out, take that away. But when she's not possessing, she's just fighting. She's not even fighting like like superhero fighting. She's right. just a girl that learned how to throw some punches. And I'm like, and you guys can't stop her. It's kind of that it's the rule of just, Harley Quinn, right? Yeah, I mean, but it just kept conflicting with where we're this super powerful agency that's keeping things in line. It's like I can't believe you could not just because I know this is our story, but like you're not showing me that you actually can. We didn't see them actually ever really keep anything in line. So the only evidence of them doing it is the fact that they can't stop this one woman from creating havoc, you know? I mean, even Marvin the Martian has a disintegrating ray. Yes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and turning him a pure space modulator. That's right. Well done. Well done. I can never say that one. <laughs> I mean, if you know me, I stuttered through half of it. Um, and I'm glad you brought up, you brought up Sylvia. Um, let me ask you, um, first of all, what did you think of Sylvie? And second, did you actually think, or do you still believe that she's a variant of Loki? I believe she's a variant of Loki because nothing more than they told us. Um, I, she does not hold, she does not hold a light to Lady Loki from the comics. She was truly devious, very devious. Even the, I, I would say it's kind of even hard to say if it was equal to or more than Loki, but like she was, because she came across as like, oh, I'm new, I'm different. I, you know, in this form, I don't have this, you know, hey, it's like, no, you are an evil woman, you know? Um, and she wasn't that, even though that's the character she is. And in that, I was very disappointed. I, I wanted him to meet, I want, to me, for him to shine, he needed to meet a version of himself. And I don't mean just a one-off in the, in the crew. I'm talking about the show, like, just like Silva. He needed to meet and be around someone that was far more actually evil because he's mischievous but right. evil than he was and i think that would have been a growth lesson for him to see outside holy hell is this what i'm like or is this the road i'll go down if i don't stop myself i think that would have been a much better story for than for him to meet somebody that's causing trouble da, 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 and then oh let's just go in and join the fight okay ralphie boy um I, I kind of think similarly to Mike, where to me, it, it kind of felt like so she was um, removed from her timeline as a child. This version uh, of Loki feels like she never actually really grew up like throughout the whole series. She seems like a child just right. out trying to having a major temper tantrum and not understanding the repercussions of her actions. You know, mm -hmm. like yeah. the, the whole time, even even what she does at the very end, it's like it's all about her selfish desire to get her revenge. Right. Not not yeah. understanding what her revenge will do to everything. Right. right. Or at least um, not caring. Yeah, right. Yeah. Or not caring. Right. Um, I, I throw that out there because and I threw the second part about you. You know, did you guys know or do you guys still feel it's a variant? Because I don't know why I still had a feeling that it wasn't um, a Loki variant. I thought it was going to be end up being Enchantress. Um, that would have been interesting. But I mean, the, the only reason I, I have to say it has to be is, I mean, because he has no reason to have lied to us is that he who remains said that they're both Lokis. Right. So, I, yeah. mean, I mean, like, I mean, and he has literally no reason to lie to us. No, 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 I know. I know. No, no, I'm I, just, I, I, unless, unless they tell us he did, <laughs> you know. But, I just um, kind of felt like, like, because then she even mentions, you know, I enchant. I'm like, <gasps> 
Yeah. And I was like, maybe, possibly. Especially I'm like she's blonde, you know. And he, so right. I was hoping. And then I was like, oh, she's just a Loki variant. Okay, whatever, I guess. Yeah. Um, and like, and oddly enough, and to answer the, to directly answer the question of what I think about her, I'm still trying to decide if I like the character. Really? I yeah. I She just didn't do very much for me. Again, well, I'm, it's a show that I keep saying didn't have any standout points, but all the points that I brought about what I think they could or possibly should have done with the character that I think would have been much more interesting. It's even when I was watching the show, I'm like, wow, you're, you're waiting for that backstabbing moment. Right. right. For like, ah, this is going to be, and it's like, it never came. And it's just like, oh, so it's just a kind of a buddy cop movie ish feel, <laughs> you know? And I, you know, so that I'm the character doesn't have a lot going for it for me. You know, it's just kind of like Ralph was saying, like, you know, she's going for her vengeance. It's very one note, um, even, you know, even though she should have been learning a lesson, she wasn't. And that's fine. Not every character has to. But, you know, it just seemed like her whole thing was just very one note. Yeah. OK. All right. Um, and, and it's interesting because I kind of feel like there's parts of the show that felt a little one note to a degree. Yeah. You know, not, not in a bad way. Just they could have made a turn left and then, oh, we're. we're Oh, we we're going straight. Okay, got it. Oh, episode was it episode three or four? Whichever one that they thought they were going to die, like for real, going to die. That yeah. episode out of six episodes, I'm like, you guys just wasted an episode. It just felt like that was a story they could have told in like 15 minutes and given me more information of something else going on. You know. Um. Well, let me let me ask you all the question. Out of the two, out of the two ideas that the series presented, which one do you, did you figure out right away? A that pruning didn't kill anybody or b that wait hold on i have my notes in front of me i'm sorry a, a that pruning didn't kill anybody or oh shoot <laughs> or b i'm making it all up no no, no. <laughs> I, I had it written down and i can't find my place okay well let me ask you did you did you know already that that pruning did you know off the bat that pruning didn't kill anybody uh, I did. I mean, there was no reason not to. And also, I was thinking about that even while I was, uh, you know, making notes for today. I'm like, well, all we saw was that pruning didn't seem to kill all these Lokis. But where was everyone else they pruned? I mean, they can't have only pruned just Lokis. <laughs> you know, where's everyone else? You know, so then that also felt weird in the storytelling. It's like, well, does that do that? Or where's everyone else? Because they all seem to end up in the same locality. Right. <laughs> you know? So that's, it just seemed very convenient that the only things that were there were Lokis. Well, also remember that, 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 um, that beast that was in the area was killing things that remained. So, you know. Yeah. But again, the only things smart, clever or whatever enough were the Lokis. It's just, I mean, like, it's just, it just felt very contrived. Contrived. I was waiting yeah. to say that. I was to say it was they were saying Lokis are survivors. That's the reason why they last even there yeah. in that wasteland. Yeah. Now speaking of the wa wasteland, there's was a lot of little Easter eggs in that wasteland. Yeah. I mean, when I saw when I saw the head of the uh, of the in betweener, I just nearly fell out. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm not the in betweener. The uh, the, tri uh, the the tribunal. Yes. Uh, yeah. When I saw, it, I was like, holy shit, it's, it's living tribunal. <laughs> you know, there's yeah, cool stuff in there. You I mean, also, it, go, ahead, have, go ahead, Ralph, I'm sorry. There's also a, a version of uh, Stark Tower that mm -hmm. says. Uh, Ang, uh, is this funny? It's Kang's um alternate version, yeah, that, that runs uh that company, and it's that that tower, right? I forget the I name. I can't of think it. of the name of it, but but yeah, that's his tower was in there. The 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 frog Thor cracked me up. <laughs> oh. That just kept cracking me up because I'm like, 
can't you just call the hammer to you? I guess not. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's just in that glass jar. And I'm like, I, I just fell out when I saw the frog Thor. That was just that was just funny. Um, and then was did the you notice the Thanos copter? Yeah, Thanos copter. Because that's one of my favorite memes that I send to people every now and then when I'm just this most ridiculous crap that has been in in actual play in comic books is the Thanos copter. And you're like, well, I don't know if it's worse that you're in a it's a cramped copter, first of all, for his size, yeah. but that you put your name on it. <laughs> and like, you know, he demanded it. That's the worst part. Like, no one just painted that there. He had to come back and be like, where's my name? <laughs> I, I, I can imagine that that conversation. Uh, now, Mr. Thanos, we got your copter all set and ready for you to, to, to go. But are you really sure you want to, you know, write your whole name on the side of the helicopter? I mean, yes, it's, it's kind of obvious and people will know that you're coming. I mean, it, it's a big purple helicopter still, but your name? Are you sure? Yes. I don't want them to confuse that big um, purple helicopter and think it's the Joker coming at them. All right. <laughs> Guys, and I wa- he says he wants the name on it. <laughs> and I want them to take me seriously. So sans serifs. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's a from my graphic design people. <laughs> that is actually, I just love that. And also like the uh, the big uh, yellow jacket helmet. Oh, yeah. yeah. Giant man. I'm like, ooh, that's interesting. Yeah, so it, it, I mean, that, the, the Wasteland had a, a, a lot of really good Easter eggs, but obviously one of the best parts were all beating all these different Lokis in one spot. Mm-hmm. So um, which was your favorite? Which is your favorite Loki to see, or the most interesting, I'll say, my out of favorite, all the Lokis that they threw out there? My favorite has to be classic Loki. Just just the simple oh, fact great. that uh, he, when he does that massive illusion, mm-hmm. and then he, he hints to to Loki, to the, the, the R variant Loki, telling him, we're more powerful than you think. Right. And then just to see that, mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. This, this guy... So then that just opens up a, a shit ton of questions of like, well, then um, how powerful is Loki? Because right. even in that same scene, him and Sylvie enchant the, the beast. And he was like, oh, I don't know how to do that. You know, I, I can't enchant people. Right. Which is I, which I, I thought he could, because if I remember back in uh, in Avengers, he did control uh, people. But he was using the Mind Stone at yeah, the time. Yeah, the Mind Stone, exactly. Right. right. So, so that's uh, why I was, I, I was like, oh, okay, wait, yeah. Yeah, well, I thought, I felt like the magic thing was a, it was a weird cheat. The fact that, like, the different Lokis knew different magic. It's like, yeah, you kind of all should basically do about the same thing. I thought there was a little bit of a cheat. Um, I liked, I mean, classic Loki, of course, he was fantastic. Um, you know, because he was just, I mean, he was just a sad old Loki. I mean, that's really what he was, that, that learned too late in life to appreciate life and now he's someplace where he can't appreciate life mm-hmm. <laughs> you know anymore um so i mean it was just a great character that costume was spot on and it looked yes. even better it looked even better that they didn't even try and make it look like like you know a nice tight like i'm old but i still kind of hit the gym once in a while it's like no i'm i'm a, I'm a it's like i'm a saddle drag queen <laughs> you know <laughs> and i mean it, it just it really worked and and it, it was it was chilling when he uh, he created that, but at the same time, I mean, again, it's not that that's not a power or whatever, but um, you know, remember, he's not creating reality; he is creating illusion. So that's maybe a power, but he's still creating an illusion, you know, um, right. over that large area. Yeah, but that yeah, that was spectacular uh, of, of of a scene. I definitely, I was happy that they did not push Kid Loki. 
because I, I was getting this fear that they were going to like, hey, you know, maybe we can get a spinoff on Kid Loki. And I'm like, no, we don't need a spinoff on Kid Loki. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, they did that with the comics, with the Stalin Tales, and they brought that back. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like, no, we don't. Yeah. Mike's like that with kids in general. So, <laughs> kid Loki, like, kid Superman, kid anything. Mike's like, no, they're always we don't need it. badly. All which, of them. <laughs> which uh, which team does he join? I forget. Which one? Uh, kid Loki. Kid Loki? Well, he doesn't join. He joins. I mean, um, he probably helps out, but he doesn't. The young Avengers. Yeah. He doesn't he join. Join. Because he eventually he, does age up. You know. Yeah. Other than wasn't doesn't he do Young Avengers? He was in Young Avengers for a while. Yeah. He helped. And, and then yeah. then um older Loki convinced him to kind of like you know. It's in the comic, some of the complex yeah. where older Loki comes in confrontation, you know, you know, confronts. He comes back for his body. I mean, right. that because that's him. It's just, you know, just basically reborn and re-aged, you know, but it is him and he wants his body back, you know. Um, I, it's so funny that they called the Black Loki boastful Loki, and I'm like, you just didn't want to call him Black Loki, did you? Because <laughs> it was just they so started weird. with the B. They started with the B. But, but I mean, but it's so funny. I, I, I'm like, Loki's like, huh, I'm a woman. Huh, I'm a crocodile. Everyone's like, and you're not going to ask about being black? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, well, at least like, they call that him one hung... seemed completely normal for you. <laughs> you know? At least they didn't call him Hung Loki. <laughs> well, I mean, if you really think Mandinka about it. Mandinka Loki. <laughs> if you really wow. think about it, Loki's uh, skin tone is actually blue because he's an ice giant. Right, exactly. Well, he would be, but he's not. So there you go. It's, it's not. But that was just one of those. I'm like, you've commented on everything else. I mean, I know this is Disney and they're trying to be correct, but commenting on something is not being a racist that would just be like because i mean if that if that's the case then is he a sexist because he commented on the fact that that's a woman loki <laughs> you know like it's like yeah i would be like how did that happen <laughs> you know like yeah. again and also pointing out what ralph is pointing out it's like okay i'm still the sire of frost giants none of them are black <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've heard of black ice, but that's yeah. not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> that dangerous that one. That well yeah. done. Well done. Black ice. You earned that. You earned that drum kit. He sounds really good. He's the most dangerous of the Frost Giants. True, right? I guess so. You'll never see him coming. Never. Wow. My gosh. Anyway, uh, see, let's leave it to the black ice, not the fact that he's black. Let's right. not do that. Yes. Um, but now, because because we're talking about you know like the, the wasteland and then you know them getting together and then Sylvie and and Loki go to um, where where all the real stuff is going on and th- there we go that was the second question I, I was talking about which was the one you you figured out first the fact that pruning didn't um, the fact that pruning didn't kill anybody or the fact that the three people in charge of the TVA weren't actually in charge which one did you know right away like. Oh, I was pretty. I was pretty good on the lizards. I I was like, no, they're they're not. I I didn't know that it was going to be a Kang wannabe, but I definitely knew it wasn't going to be three humanoid lizards. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Ralph, did you did I, you know it right away when you saw like them have the three people sitting there as as part of this judgment group? You were like, oh, yeah, not I, real. I had a feeling because they it like normally when even if you you're trying to keep them secretive, you at least you know like like have some hints where you like you you see uh what was the woman's name that was in charge of the tva oh ravona ravona yeah so like if you would see maybe ravona talking to like the shadows of the of the people like an image or something even if you were trying to like keep them secret you would see something like that the simple Mm -hmm. fact that all you see here is going into a room and then you don't see anything else i was like yeah 
this is some sort of like shadow council type of shit where someone else is pulling the strings, you know? Right. And, right. and the, uh, the thing with, um, them, uh, the pruning, not killing people. The only time, uh, that I had an idea was when at the end of episode four, Loki gets pruned and I'm like, right. wait a sec. Right. That's when you know, it's like, oh, obviously not killing him. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know? So clearly something else is going on here. Right. Even right. when when Mobius got pruned, I'm like, well, I mean, he could probably die, right? right. They could Steven Seagal him. Yeah, but then, <laughs> but then you get Loki, and I'm it's gonna like, come back in a moo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. Let me make let me make the full reference. They're not gonna Steven Seagal him in the movie Executive Decision. Ah, there we go. There we go. I gotta go full on with that. So, but um, so yeah. So like that that that's when I had an inkling. But up up until then, I I just thought, oh well. They disintegrate. Like, why? Why would they not disintegrate? Yeah, right. that's what. That's why I said before. There is no reason for us to think that they wouldn't kill them because they're trying to improve the, you know, keep the timeline correct. Which, of course, that timeline correct thing. It's. I, I'm really going to get nervous as time goes on. It's like Marvel. Like you're, you're going headlong into time. That is never wise. Yeah. I mean, it's. It's. You. They're. They are. They're already. You know, starting to make questionable decisions. I won't say they're mistakes. There are, but, but let's we'll just call them questionable decisions. But it's like you're already like holding on by like your fingers, and like they're starting to slip, <laughs> you know. And you you haven't even uh, like really kicked off phase four yet, you know? right? And I'm like, you guys, time never goes well, no matter how well you think it's going. You know? All right. Now let's go to the main course of this meal, because Mike just mentioned, you know, the um, Marvel went groin deep into this whole time variant, changing things around. And now we get, by, by the last episode, we get to meet the man in charge, He Who Remains, right. which, you know, which everybody who's a comic book fan knows him as Kang. Well, yeah. I mean, well, there actually is a He Who Remains in the TVA in right. the comics, but. Yeah, but a separate <laughs> person, yeah. yeah. Um, He's a variant ha- of Kang. Let me, let me ask you. Well, Kang's a variant of him. Right. Do we think that the um do we think that the, that the last episode was executed well or was it too much dialogue and how do we feel about um our our explanation for why things are the way they are based on what he who remains says? i i would have to say that uh in the way that they delivered exposition it's very enjoyable to see some like liquid uh, gold metal thing just changing shape and him narrating it you know that was pretty fun um overall i mean they it's a major cliffhanger you know so the way that they did that episode it, it leaves you wanting more so clearly there's going to be a season two and even says it at the end you know yeah but but how but but did you like the way the episode was constructed That's i'm getting the there i'm getting there right taking a slow boat to china dude come on listen all right Yes. You like that better? Is, is, that, is that better for you? <laughs> Keep that yes. energy there for Geeks go. on the Go. There That's we it. go. So you liked it. All right. Yes. Jeez. Um, well, I'm going to have to trash on all of that. No, I, I, I understand why they have to do what they have to do. They had no more episodes. I mean, for whatever reason, whether they were going to put them somewhere else, budget, whatever the case is, but six was all they did. Um, but it's a TV series, just like a movie. Anything else is a visual medium. I am not supposed to be listening to 15 minutes of explanation. I'm just not, <laughs> you I know, um, especially not without like, I mean, it would even be bad if it was 
all visually showing exactly what was going on with narration would still be bad. But like hearing him have to tell me about it and keep that track, I'm like, this is not going well. Um, uh, so I was not happy with that at all, um, that part. I mean, the explanation was fine. Just the way they delivered it, I'm not happy with. Um, and Jonathan Majors, I loved him in, um, oh, what was the movie? I mean, the show he just got finished with. Um, oh, um, um, I really like Lovecraft Country. Lovecraft. Yes, Lovecraft Country. I, I, I really loved him in there. He did a great job. And I'm sure he's going to be fine going forward. I didn't like his version of Manic. I, I, it, his version of Manic felt very like, I just learned how to do this in theater class. Like it just felt very <laughs> wow, exaggerated. That's a strong statement. <laughs> I'm sorry. It just felt, I mean, especially considering I've seen him act already and I like the way he acts, that his Manic, you know, some people just can't do certain things. And I just didn't think he did it well, or maybe it was the direction he was given. I don't know which. I just wasn't a fan of it. Um, but again, I am definitely, though, looking forward to him as Kang. I think that yes. he's going to do flawlessly. You know, um, right. I, I think he can be an evil MF with no problem. You know, All right, Mike, what uh, if he did that whole scene over again, but he did it with his shirt off? Then he'd be chilly and overacting. <laughs> or we could see if he was chilly based on, you know, based on the nipples. Absolutely. Right. Um, I, I'll say I disagree with you, Mike, in regards. To, I liked mm -hmm. his portrayal, but I think the writing and the way the. The, and that's why I brought up the question. Yeah. I mean, maybe I was kind of leading. I apologize. Mm -hmm. I just felt like a lot I of people had you. a lot of issues with, I'm sorry. A lot of people had issues with the, the episode. And I don't know why. It was, I mean, you know, finales are a little bit more bang, bang, bang. You know, we're done. Da, 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 da. You know, um, a lot more action, a lot more resolution, a lot more um, tension. And mm -hmm. there was no tension. The, right. the, the most tension there was, number one, was when, was it Miss Minutes popped out of nowhere? Creepy. Hello. I'm she like, was creepy as hell though. When she <laughs> once you started to see her start to be devious, I'm like, oh, Tara Strong, you are a creepy animated clock. Yes. <laughs> between that and then the, the the fight between Loki and Sylvie, that's the only thing that, that kind of brought a little bit of tension yeah, because you just want to see well, which where's this gonna go? Right. Which way are they gonna go with this? That's the only thing. But other than that, that's so I feel like Jonathan Majors. I felt like he did his idea of um. I guess crazy or, 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 or maniacal or whatever might be different from what we're used to, but I was okay with it. I just didn't like the pacing of the episode yeah, and what then, the episode had to offer. And I well agree that, with you, Mike. Yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot of talking heads. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, the pacing I'm not a fan of. I. But see, it's like once again, like to dealing with the time, like just being in that room right then and there made no sense. When he goes, "All right, we're here for the decision," and that's all the script I have. We've I've never gotten this far, and it's like, well. Because he had said before, he's been here before, like not just once, he's been here before enough that he has. So it's like, so if you've never, ever had a decision one way or the other, what happened? Because according to this, it, did everyone just fall asleep? Like, like something had to happen. Like, like unless he, without him going, yeah, well, this is as far as you've ever gotten. And then you just vanished. It would be the only acceptable answer because something, yes, no, screw you. You know, like something had to occur at that conversation. It didn't just reset itself because that would make no sense, especially right. considering that he is the one that resets things. So he would have to be the reason it never went any further. <laughs> like he literally would have to have gone. So what's your answer? Blink. I don't want to know. <laughs> like, 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 I mean, it, it made no sense. And that's the thing. Once you start dealing with time and this is not like being theoretical or being picky with sci-fi. This is just common sense. It's like. If, if, if I just said, like, you know, we've had this conversation a million times, I don't know how it ended, you'd be like, well, 
well, what happened to the conversation? Did I just die in the middle of that conversation every time? <laughs> Did I just die in you know? the middle of that conversation? Because I had to say something to you one way, even if I just said, I don't agree with this and I walked out. I had to do something. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah so like that, that, that annoyed that me when they let the, you know, they tried to leave that open-ended and I'm like, well, that's impossible. Something had to have occurred. <laughs> you know? Right. Agreed. There's a, uh, I saw this video on a theory that they had that, that what's occurring. So like, if you remember at the, at the beginning of that last episode, you see, um, you hear the voices and you, you see the, the camera sort of like pulling out and you mm -hmm. see a universe right and then it it, it pulls out you see a, a second universe next to one and then it goes into that second universe mm -hmm. right so there's this theory that says that um that the reason when uh when loki gets sent back to the tva right he's not in the universe that he left he's in that second universe and that's why that tva looks different um, very possible. And also, I mean, there's just the paradox of the whole, like, you know, he's made a decision that's changed things and therefore. Yeah. They, uh, know, when, you know. when, when I saw but that. I still isn't answering how he wouldn't know the answer, but. Yeah, right. You know. When I saw that, um, all I thought to myself, did they back to the future to it? Possibly. Yeah. I mean, we still have Doctor Strange in the, you know, the multiverse, multiverse of madness, madness to deal with, you know, and see. Because I'm assuming this is going to have to take place with all of that. You know, yeah. it's going to have to be, it's going to have to be dealing with that. And the Scarlet Witch. There's, there's also that that uh, there was another thing that they said how uh, in in uh, Infinity War, when uh, when Doctor Strange is looking through all the timelines and he says mm -hmm. there's only one possible timeline, and well, no, only one possibly positive outcome. Yeah. For him. Yeah. And the reason, and the reason why he says that is, uh, is that because that's the one that Kang will allow, and that's the only. Well, reason I mean. Well, it is. Yeah. I mean, he is the one that studied the timeline, so sure. <laughs> but at the same right. time, but, but here's the question, though, is if, and this is a, a counter to that, because I've, I've seen that written, is this. Well, <clears throat> Kang is only allowing one timeline. How is Doctor Strange seeing over 14 million of them? Because exactly. Kang, is, Kang, Kang is only allowing one. There wouldn't be 14 million other timelines. There would just be one. Exactly. <laughs> you know? He, because he would, because that would be so far down the road of, oh, I'm just never letting all that happen because otherwise it would obliterate all my chances to get this stuff done. You know, right? You know, you know what it is? Is that the uh, the eye of Agamotto is like that illegal cable box that we used to have that we press <laughs> the button to get all the different channels. That's right. what it is. He's, he Mike didn't have that. Connection. Mike is a goody goody. Mike didn't have that. You don't understand, Mike. Oh, we'll please. explain that to you later. I didn't have Mike, it, but I know the people that did. Mike. <laughs> Mike was hooking them up in people's houses. He's like, "All right, if if you want the naughty channels, you're gonna have to pay me a little bit extra for that box." Why is it always gotta go to naughty view, Ralph? Well, the it funny part is there. though that uh, Ralph, that you're sort of right. It's just that I told them that they were paying for the naughty channels, but really they were just getting a, a live camera feed from my room, and I was just doing some weird crap. <laughs> <laughs> that explains yeah. a lot. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Moving along. That explains the Doom channel. So so one question before we go into um we go into renaming and ratings and all that stuff. Do you feel like with the way the series ended that the MCU is in good hands? Or do you feel like what Mike said that um they're really treading, you know, shaky waters right about now? Well, with what they've given us so far, I feel that I I will let them take the wheel 
and I'll just go along for the ride and, and most likely probably enjoy it. You know, I, I have faith that they're going to give us a good resolution, even though now it, it, it may seem a little bit shaky. Yeah. In, in the end, so far, they've delivered, you know, so far. So yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm content. Yeah, I mean, I think that we're going to get a good story. Um, I'm just curious, I, I, and that's the thing too. Like, I mean, we're we're acting like you know the Kang War is going to be the beginning and end all of this of Phase Four. I mean, we don't know. I mean, we've heard it's supposed to be Secret Evasion. I mean, like, is this all going to work together? Is Kang just going to be a small part of it? You know, we will have to find that out. I, but I'm good with the idea of where they're going. My only fear is just their time. It's just dealing with time. Like, you know, I, I you know as much as fans will demand it. Like, even if there's a no matter what kind of finale you do, but I mean, if their finale takes 10 years, this would just bite everyone in the ass. It's like, I, I don't want them to think, well, we're manipulating time. So like, you know, when we wrap up phase six or whatever their final phase will be, by the time it's all right. done, we can bring back all of the original Avengers for one final fight. I'm like, I don't want to see 60 year old Captain America, 50 year old <laughs> Black Widow. Like, I mean, I'm like, these, the actors themselves will be older. <laughs> you know, like, I don't right. want to see this at this point. Um, but yeah, I, I want them to, you know, I want them to have, faith in their plan and the flexibility to change the plan as needed. But I, I, I can't wait to see what is going to come because we have so much going on. I mean, because we know that Kang is going to show up in the Ant-Man um, movie, but is right. that going to resolve everything? Like, is that Kang's big appearance? And that's that. You know, again, we don't know. I mean, it's just going to be interesting to see where we go. If he's going to, is he our, is he our dupe? We think he's the big villain, but he's not going to be the big bad, you know? Right. Is, uh, is he a red herring or something? Yeah. Yeah, you know, so I, I am right. curious about all that and, and how that's going to pull along. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll say this. The, the, the series was interesting. And, and, you know, let's, let's not even, let me not even add that. Let's go right into renaming and ratings because that'll kind of give the audience an idea of where we're at with um, this series. So renaming the series. Ralph, should I go first because I know how you are or, you know, what? And how am I, Cap? Um, laid back. Um, could be lazy depending on which L word you want to go for. Sounds about right. You may go. Okay. Oh, go. Oh, go. Go ahead, bro. No, you may go. Oh, I may fudge. Of course. <laughs> Never disappoint. Okay. Um, renaming the series. I'm just gonna call it Loki and the infinite amount of untrustworthy variants. Very straightforward. Very straightforward. <laughs> Ralphie. Your turn. See how, how quick that turnaround is? Uh, Loki, how to love yourself. Word. We didn't even talk about that. <laughs> we it didn't should, even talk it, about that. It should that. never be talked about. That's, <laughs> that's, that is not a hero move is to, oh, that's a variant of myself. I think I'm just going to get busy with it. The last time we saw something like that was done by the master and the, mystery, and the, and the mistress on Doctor Who, and that is because they're evil. <laughs> you know? Like how, how narcissistic must you be? It's just creepy that you fall in love <laughs> with yourself. That's just all kinds of creepy, and that well, a psychiatrist well, if, would be like, "I quit my job, screw you." <laughs> <laughs> you know. But if I but if I love myself with with, with, with masturbation, I, I'm not gonna go there. Okay, <laughs> Mike, <laughs> renaming the series. I give it a lengthy title. It's called Jokey. The loss of all the characters' theatrical personality, but the most screen time Renee Russo has had in years. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> she was like, oh, there I am again! <laughs> Darn. Oh, it's Jello time, but I'm going to watch that scene. Wow. <laughs> all right, Renee Russo, it's not that old. <laughs> Renee, 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 Renee Russo. Renee Russo. 
owner of the, already. Over almost the owner of the lens flare if it wasn't for Famica Jansen. Yeah, she's <laughs> owning it though. She's oh, here's just dirt I'm gonna put on the air. There, what movie did I just watch and she was in it? Uh, she's got some work done. Really? It's it it's not good. Oh no bueno. <laughs> oh no. No bueno. See, no. I want Mike to say that. We gotta get a, a, a drop of Mike saying no bueno. <laughs> oh, no. no bueno. All right. So let's talk about it, gentlemen. Ratings for Loki. Ralph, you're up. I give Loki uh, eight alligator Lokis biting an arm off. Or is it a hand, I guess? Out of ten. Okay. I'm going to give it also eight Loki variants trying to kill each other to this time. Out of ten. <laughs> Mike? I'm going to give it a little bit more. As much as I talked about it, I still did enjoy it. I'm going to give it eight and a half. It's not incest that we have the exact same DNA, right? Out of ten. <laughs> oh, my, wow. No, technically, it's masturbation. Exactly. Well, is it, though? I mean, Oh, my goodness. It's yourself, know. right? So yeah. there you have it. The series known as Loki. If you're not good with time travel, you might not, or, or, or time variants or whatever, you might not want to check it out. But I still say check it out. But, hey. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. Geeks on the go. That's next. Geeks on the go. No, we're Loki. Ooh, I one? mean, I, I was about to say, <laughs> there's, there's quite a number of Lokis. So exactly. Whichever exactly. one you want. Oh, wow. Well, you know what I want? I want to go through the segment without getting a slowdown because I give quick, I give good questions. They give quick answers on all things geek. And we usually make it without a hitch. Unless Ralph is in a mood. I'm never in a mood. You're in a mood to like mess things up. That's what, that's what, that's what it's about. My mood is always just chill, man. Yeah, and always not funny. Are you ready to go? You mean always <laughs> funny? Oh, yes, goodness. Sir. Ready, set, go. Is there a character in the Thor franchise that deserves a solo movie or series? Mike. No, and if they try it with Natalie Portman, I'll black swan her with a quickness. Wow, I love Black Swan. Ralph. I think there should be a Valkyrie and Lady Sith uh, story. I was I was wondering if someone was going to bring that up. Okay. What would be a timeline change you would like to see happen to the original MCU timeline? Ralph. Um, Iron Man 3 should not exist. Okay. <laughs> uh, Mike. Iron Man 3 removed from the sacred timeline. Wow. <laughs> it's a movie is shit. Yep. <laughs> interesting. Okay, interesting. Um, and Batgirl fight. Cassandra Kane, who can't speak, versus Barbara Gordon versus Stephanie Brown, who wins Ralph. Um the people who are watching the fight. Because I mean wow. three hot chicks fighting. Stop, Mike. Cassandra Kane, she won't <laughs> she won't tell anybody, but she'll show their severed heads. And you have a really long question. Yes, yes. <laughs> I guess. All right. Um, it was funny. I, um, and people were wondering, well, why did he say it like that? And I go, well, you know, when Cassandra Kane learned how to talk, she sucked. <laughs> yeah, her book just went straight. It was like, it's the thing that made her a different and interesting character. Oh, let's just remove that. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? We'll make her just so like everybody else. Why don't we just put Batman, make him paraplegic, and that he's just in a coma in the hospital? Oh Fun Batman stories now? <laughs> Could you <laughs> like, imagine like, you know? if, if they say that 
all this that happened in, in, in some storyline is all just Bruce Wayne as a kid. He got shot all, uh, as well, and he stayed in a coma the whole time, and this is just going on in his head. Could you imagine that? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm sure there's some alternate timeline where that's exactly where that's happened, you know. <laughs> oh, Lord. His, his parents are okay, and he's the one who ended up in a coma. Right. <laughs> I, I know fan fiction. I've heard of that before. So, you know, shout outs. Do we have any shout outs, gentlemen? I would I'm like glad. to shout out all the people who are shout outable. This is Ooh. your shout out. Shout outable. Okay. Yeah. That's a word. It is. Because yeah. I just said it, didn't I? Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ralph's going to get pruned by the TVA by the end of the show. They've tried <laughs> multiple times, but uh, there was something about. Uh, my weight and gravity fields that the prunes don't affect me. Yeah, yeah. They, the prunes they, don't they, affect me. That sounds like something like 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 a, a geriatric person would say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah those, I, I, those prunes they they don't go through me. I, I think know. I think though Ralph actually is is right. The prunes don't affect him. That's why he's so full of shit. Uh, <laughs> here on that one. You're there right, we go. Here on that one. Yeah, that was good. Right. Yeah. What about no, you, Mike? Just, uh, just shout out to all this, the normal listeners out there and the abnormal ones, too. Um, the shout out to Johannes, just because I wanted to say before you did, because I haven't said hi uh. in a while. Um, <laughs> and to everybody out there, please keep listening. Keep saying hello. And I don't know when you'll hear this. Uh, you know, this this is recorded back in, in mid-August of 2021. You might get this somewhere in December at the rate that we're moving right now. It might be a Christmas present for you. Yeah, so hopefully when you hear it everything's fine the pandemic's over by that by then yeah. <laughs> um crossed. i just want to i just want to shout out everybody everybody who's you know always supported us always listening always dropping a line always saying what's up please you know we we, we love hearing from you we love the support and um just hope that you guys are doing fine um i guess that's done i mean usually i, I go with a whole long thing but we went over on time today so i guess we're done oh yeah well, Mike's like, oh yeah. All right. So for Mike, also known as MFG and RT Square off the tech, it's the cap saying, keep it geeky. Good night, everybody. <laughs>